This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor with more than 35 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. You'll learn to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is certified mortgage planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting, Jen Duplessis. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this episode. I am delighted that you have joined us today. And by the way, if this is your first time, thank you so much for joining us. We welcome you to our community. We hope that you find that your time spent with us today is beneficial to your personal and professional growth. And if you have been with us numerous times, thank you so much for your support and continued support. And I ask you, please pay this forward and share it with one of your colleagues who you feel could benefit from listening to our show as well. Today, we have a great guest. A guest. Her name is Lori Lyons, and I love this opportunity to introduce you to her. She began her career as a teacher before moving into the dreaded corporate world that we all are experiencing or trying to get out of these days, <laughs> where she learned marketing, sales, graphics, and design, and realizing corporate work wasn't where she wanted to be. She began working for a small startup business and gained the knowledge and experience to run a business of her own. And she saw how these long hours, does that sound familiar? These long hours saw risks that everybody was taking and said, you know, what can we do to make this simpler for people to get their message out to the real world? So she's taken her over 30 years of small business ownership experience and developed a boutique business helping small business owners with web design and marketing. So welcome to our show here today, Lori. So happy to have you. Oh, thank you, Jen. I'm so excited to be here. So this is going to be fun. Been looking yeah, forward to this. We're going to have fun. Yeah, we're both chatty Kathy, so it's good. You know, one <laughs> of the best things that I love about your business is that it's called Ignite Marketing, which is, I think I mentioned to you when we met at New Media Summit that, oh my gosh, this is so cool because this is one of my high-level programs with my clients. It's yeah. The Ignite Mastermind program. So it's so fitting that we should be spending time together today. So. It was fate. It was. It definitely was. <laughs> yes. It definitely was. So tell us a little bit about what upsets you as it relates to marketing that you're seeing in Ooh. today's marketplace. Because I'm sure if you could just hop on a soapbox for us right here. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is what drives me crazy. And, and how much time do we have? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing that drives me crazy is it's everybody feels like they have to do everything and this is the only way you can do this and this is the only everybody in digital world is bazillionaires and they forget to tell you it's sometimes it's just going back to the basics and it's just plain and simple hard work and long hours it would be great if we could all just post stuff on the internet and money would flow in but yeah. unfortunately very few of us does that happen too. So, so I think that's the biggest thing is just not setting a good expectation for a lot of people. 
Yeah. And I think that that defeats people too, don't you? That I've tried this and I've tried that and this shiny object and they told me to do it this way. And they said, use hashtags and they said, don't use hashtags. And they said, use 30 and they said, don't go more than five. And it's all these missed messages and all this white noise that we're hearing out there that makes people just finally say, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. They're paralyzed by the overwhelm, not the over analysis, but the overwhelm. And I think that that's such a disservice to small business owners because it can be very simple and it can be fun and it can, you know, just really, for me, it really floats my boat because there's a lot that you can do out there that is very simple and you can keep it minimal and not drive yourself crazy and still make money in this world because there's enough for everybody to go around. I love it. Okay. Well, let's get right down to it. Let's talk about what are some of the things that we need to be doing a small business owner, someone who is a salesperson, like a mortgage person, you know, a real estate agent to make their marketing simple? Do we throw away things? Is this the process of analysis first, or is it a process of just throw everything away and start over? Both. I mean, both can be very valuable and here's why. And I use the analogy of a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. Let's say a golfer, because they're very known for their coaching. Mm-hmm. If something is not working in their swing, they get a new coach. They change tactics. And what happens when they get this new coach is they go right back to basics. Their stance, they start with the way they hold a golf club. They start with their grip. And those are very basic things for a golfer. But you would think that a golfer that's making millions of dollars a year on the pro tour, why would they go back to that? Because you have to fix the basics. So for a small business owner to sit back and analyze, to your point, analyze who their ideal target market is. It all goes back to that. Basic marketing goes back to who your ideal client is and how you serve them. So that's where the analysis comes in. And sometimes that changes. If you're a real estate agent or you're a mortgage broker, as things move around you and heaven knows the economy changes, your market could change and your target market could change and your ideal client could change. And unless you sit back and take a look and say, who am I really attracting today or who am I really looking at, then it may pass you by and you may not even be aware that your target has changed. So I tell my clients to start from the basics and start from the beginning. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point for specifically in professions that change. As a small business owner, one of the things that I always liked, I think all the time is I just want to set it and forget it. Yeah. (laughs) There are certain aspects of your business that are live living things, you know, Mm -hmm. and that need readdressed all the time. So going back to the basics, what are some of the basics today? And it's funny because the last time I looked, most of our clients were live. So (laughs) we need to treat them and remember that. Yeah. (laughs) But if we look at really what we do, and this is a great example I use quite often with my clients is if you're a realtor to your market, is you don't sell three bedrooms and a kitchen and a couple of bathrooms. What you sell to your clients is you sell memories. You sell education for your kids and what schools they go to. You sell a social life because a lot of times our neighbors are who we socialize with. So there's a lot more that you sell than just brick and mortar homes or brick and whatever homes they are. And we forget that. We forget that we are not just selling to people, we're selling to what they need. And if you go back and you think, what do, what is my sweet spot? What do I really do? Then I think that'll take you a long way in identifying who your target is and so forth and going from there. Yeah, that's excellent. So do you think we need to have a large net 
a small net or multiple nets? I think we have multiple nets and they can be small multiple nets Mm -hmm. with a large one thrown in here and there. Because marketing today is even though I talk about keeping it simple all the time, there are a lot of moving parts to it. So how do we keep it simple and how do we identify what is going to be right for us and for our company and for our clients? And if we look at it, just, you know, hit maybe the top three points of what you do and how you offer services to your clients and focus on those because you can market those in a number of different ways. So let's say you're, let's go back to our realtor point that is offering memories or offering an education to the children that they're selling to. They can market to the different school systems and all the different places and talk about what you look for in a school system. You could talk about a class size. You can talk about what kind of activities are available for the students in that area, for their children in that area. That's all marketing things that you can do and probably will set you apart because most realtors are not doing that. And I'm focusing a lot on realtors because yeah. it's a big part of your market. Yeah, no, but, I get yeah. And that sets you apart. Yeah. Yeah, because what I see with most realtors is that they're taking pictures at closing with the sold sign and they're showing their new listing and that's it. I see that kind of bouncing back and forth. And of course, with loan officers, I'm seeing rates are low, rates are high. Right, right. (laughs) Right. Pre-qualify. And so I love that that allows you to expand on your content too, because that's Mm -hmm. something that everyone always says is I don't have enough content. And I totally don't agree with that because I know that you can build content any minute. Oh, sure. I I have definitely different ways that I do it. The content that builds it around something that's unique and different and highlights you Mm -hmm. as somebody who's different and unique. Oh, absolutely. For your mortgage people, if they look at what they do, they, granted, they work with a lot of realtors and homeowners and stuff like that. But if you're looking about maybe you're a mortgage company who deals strictly with first-time buyers, mm-hmm. there's so much content you can write around first-time buyers or downsizers. Gosh, what can you do with downsizing? And from a mortgage perspective, how do you work and what do you do? Wow, there's so much out there that you can do. And the little small nets are the different places that you put it. So you identify where your market is on, for example, social media. We were chatting earlier. You said, do you have to do social media? Well, kind of today you do. So how do you do it without driving yourself crazy? And one of the ways that you do it is find, you don't have to do all the platforms that are out there. I think the last count I saw was there was like 384 platforms or something. Which is funny because I think I know four. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So if you look at where your market is and LinkedIn is having a resurgent, I listened to uh, Gary Vanderchuk the other day talking about LinkedIn is the big next big thing which is like, well, LinkedIn's been coming and going, but for professionals, and if you're looking, if your clients are high-end professionals, the average salary on LinkedIn is something like 125000 for professionals. That's pretty market to go after. Yeah, most of the average of the country. So yeah, definitely worth it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so that's definitely one way to make it simple because just become an expert in one particular platform, right. dabble in the others, but just become an expert in one right. particular platform as well as niching, right? That's basically what it is, is that we're just niching in there. And I know there's a scarcity in that. And I think that's what creates some of that overwhelm is mm-hmm. that other people will be passing by while I'm playing with my niche and I won't get right. anything else. But the bottom line is you're going to get everything because you attract everything. Exactly. Exactly. And just because it's your niche doesn't mean you won't sell to outside of your niche. Oh, no, you're not in my niche. I can't sell to you. That's crazy. 
we're all going to do that. Yeah, it's just, it's strictly who you speak to and how you speak to them is what your niche is. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so so what are some other things that we can be doing? And I'm thinking, and I'm going to direct a little bit here and then yeah. you can just sure. the other things that I'm not even aware of, right? Okay. But it's a timing issue, right? Do I go on, and I don't want to just ask all these questions, but I'm saying from a simplistic standpoint, what is the best way to make it simple to get my message out, right? Whether it's social media, whether it's Mm -hmm. sponsorships at a network, a local networking Mm -hmm. event that's going on. I mean, what's the simplest way instead of us feeling like we're trying to get our feelers out there and we have to be everywhere. Is there a way to be everywhere without being everywhere? Well, the best way to be everywhere without being everywhere is social media because you can be everywhere, you know, and yeah, and put it out there. But again, it's pick your platform and it's pick what works best for you and what's comfortable for you. The beauty of today is there really are no rules. So if somebody says you have to do this, well, no, I don't. I want to do this because it fits in what I'm doing and I can keep this simple and it will work for me. My main business is websites. And while I firmly believe that every business for a lot of reasons needs a website, it can be a simple one pager. You don't have to have a 400 page website (laughs) with everything that you know and everybody you know on it. It can be a simple one pager because what to keep in mind is social media is the soundbite. They get the full story on your website. So this is where you can post blogs, even though it's a one pager, you can still have blogs. You can still put content out there. You can write. And again, we're kind of getting away from what is simple because half of the audience will go, oh, I can do that. And the other half of the audience will go blog. Oh no, I got it right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there are so many options. And even with the websites, you can, there are websites now where you can build your own. You drag and drop a few boxes and it's better than not having anything at all. Yeah. So that, keep it as simple as you can. All you got to remember is you're talking to your target market and you're talking about problems and solutions that you solve. So what are the problems that they have? What are the solutions that, they, that you solve? And you can't get it any simpler than that. It's yeah. just the medium and where you put those messages that can get overwhelming. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people also think that they know what the problems are. I know what loan officer problems are. I've been a loan officer. I get it. But the words that my clients use are different than the words that I may have used when I retired, right? Because when I retired, I was at a totally different level than when I started out, right? And I think it's really important to not only know your target avatar, right, but also the different levels or phases that avatar is going through. And I think that those challenges and those problems are different. You know, for example, when you're brand new, you just want leads. Right. That's your problem. (laughs) Yeah. And when you get leads, now it's, oh, my system isn't working because I can't handle the leads. Right. Right. And then it's, oh my gosh, it's growing and I need to hire people. And I don't know how to do that because I've never done that. right? Right. And so these problems constantly change. So I think to keep it simple, this is where you were saying cast a, a big net, a small net, and segmented nets. Right, right. In that case, you might need to, for example, are you a business owner? Yes. Great. Do I want to talk to all business owners? Or do I want to say, are you a business owner who has less than five employees? Ah, now I'm segmenting the market, right? Right, right. 
or you've been in business less than five years, less than five employees, less than, and you can whittle it down and narrow it down. Oh yeah. To keep going. Yes. yes, And keep going. But then again, the more you go, the scarier it gets because all of a sudden you're feeling like, I just threw out half the people in the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You don't have time to talk to them. Exactly. There's a (laughs) lot of people out there. Yes. And you brought up something also a second ago that I want to point out is you were talking about the language that you use. Mm -hmm. So if you talk in your client's language, I had a client just recently, we're building her a website and we were talking about the different ways. It's going to be very photo heavy because it's a very visual medium. So we were talking about the different ways to segment it. And she said, well, this is um, on-person. She was a floral company. It's an on-person floral arrangement. I said, well, your clients wouldn't know that. So we're going to call it attendant bouquets (laughs) because that's what people know. So on person means you're putting them actually on yourself, you know, massages or boutonnieres or something. So yeah, so it was that, no, we have to talk in what your clients are looking for because they'll never get that. And I think that goes across every industry. You know, I find myself doing it myself, you know, when I'm talking about marketing and as much as I try to keep it simple, you get into marketing speak or, or whatever you do speak and it gets easy to go back to the language. So yeah, we yeah. Sure and I think that's really them. important to listen to the exact verbiage that they use. You yes. know, I was, I'm trying to think of the example recently, but just had a client on the phone and I've used somewhat of the same verbiage because it's very common anyway, but she just said to me, I said, well, what are you struggling with? She goes, the bottom line is my business just runs me. Oh uh, yeah. And so that's a great question. Does your business just run you? And I had been saying, do you run your business or do you own your business or does your business own you? Yes. Hers is about my business is running me. That's a completely different concept, ownership versus what's happening on a day-to-day basis, which implies overstressed, overwhelmed, (laughs) right? Yes, absolutely. And it resonates totally different. Okay, so what are some other simple things that we could be doing to make it simpler to execute? Planning ahead. And if we sit down and we plan ahead, and there again, you know, people tend to go, oh, I have to plan this stuff. I can't just be spontaneous and off the cuff. And well, yeah, you could, there's a certain amount of that with social media. That's a good thing. But if you sit down and you plan it out and you just take your time, then there's a lot of comfort in knowing that you know what's going to come next. And you can be aware and be on the lookout for marketing tips and tools that will help you and your clients. So if I plan it out into, I hesitate to use the word editorial calendar because that's so scary for, and it's not simple. <laughs> but that's language. <laughs> exactly. That's my language. But what an editorial calendar does is it just take, breaks down and you can do this on a simple Excel spreadsheet or Google Doc or whatever you use. And you just break down the, the 12 months of the year. And then within that 12 months of the year, you break down the, the weeks of the month. So you've got 12 months, yep. four weeks. And just say, this month, I'm going to talk to my content is going to be first time home buyers. So within those different weeks, those four different weeks, I'm going to do how to get a loan first time. What kind of paperwork do you need for a first time loan buyer? What are my options? What do I do once I get in my house? Yeah. And there's you know, four weeks of content and boom, all of a sudden you've chunked it down that old saying of how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time. We're going to take it one week at a time, one month at a time, and one day at a time. And that makes it simple. And then you can be on the lookout for things. If you know what's coming up next, 
then you can be on the lookout for some fun marketing stuff that you can use. You can watch for fun memes or you can watch for quotes or even photo opportunities that you can save that look spontaneous, but maybe yeah. they're not quite. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I'm smiling when you were saying that because, you know, I think it's an accountability thing too. It yes. guarantees implementation. You know, when you know that you're having, in my example, an event, you yes. know, in May, March or April or whatever, I now, everything that I'm doing every day is, hey, do you want to come to the event? Do you want to come to the event? And so it's just picking, you know, that reticular activator is alert for yourself. I think the other side, the flip side of that is because it is laid out for the entire year, if there's a major shift in the market, it gives you the opportunity to know where to place it as well. Right. And I would even advise if a year is overwhelming, then look at six months. Mm -hmm. If you still feel that like, you know, that tightening of your throat over six months, do it for a quarter. If that absolutely doesn't work, at least do it for a month. And then say, when I'm two weeks into this next month, then I'm going to do my next month. And eventually you'll start working out once you get the hang of it. It really doesn't take that much time. And it can be a very simple very strong marketing tool that you can use because then it doesn't matter what platform you're on, you know where your marketing's going. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure you've heard of the 12 week year, right? Mm -hmm. Each week represents a full month in the year. Putting together something like this and actually doing it, most likely you're going to get the kind of results in 12 weeks that you would normally have gotten in a full year of doing random acts of marketing. Yes. (laughs) you just created a new term love that (laughs) stealing that (laughs) yeah it's very true it's very true and it's if we let ourselves get caught up in the overwhelm of what we should do Mm -hmm. then we won't do anything so we want to make sure that we're not caught up in that that we're taking a step back sometimes taking a step back in your business and looking at all those basics like I said earlier who your target market is what problems do you solve Look at them with a fresh eye. Talk to somebody about them and say, here's what I'm thinking. What do you think? You know, give me some feedback on this. Those are so simple and they don't cost a thing for anybody to add to their marketing. Well, and especially if you you don't know what their problems are and you Mm -hmm. want to be the solution, you know, it's like coming in and dumping out your toolbox and saying, pick a tool to solve your problem versus just taking the time to ask them. And that's a great question. I mean, these days on social media, everybody's asking questions, you know, are you thinking about buying your first home? If so, what are some of the concerns or struggles that you have? And let them respond. And there's your content right there. Once you see the thread of it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I did this not too long ago on my Facebook page. And I said, if a fairy godmother could come in and I had a little picture of the Cinderella fairy godmother who I love could come in and do something with, you know, help you with your marketing. I can't remember exactly how I word it, but it was crickets. (laughs) I had one person respond and I was trying to get engagement going. So I was responding, but I said, so you think you have, don't have enough time. And so sometimes it's just the way you word it or the timing of when you did it. So don't let the fact that you don't get any response, try it again and reword it in a different way or post it at a different time or even take it to a whole nother platform. I think people tend to get discouraged. Like, well, I put this out there or those that go to a network. Well, I went to a networking event and I didn't get any leads up, so I stopped going. Well, social media is the same way. If you don't keep, be consistent with it and just in simple ways, then it can come back to bite you a little bit. So awesome. How often should someone be executing on marketing online, posting and stuff? Is that ever, and I don't want to get into the weeds of yes, no, hashtags, no, whatever, but if we're keeping it simple, 
what's the minimum I could do to make an impact? It depends on which platform you're in. So there we're going into the weeds a little bit. But I would say if you're looking at two to three times a week consistently, it's not necessarily how much, it's being more consistent. If you're only going to post once a week, post like every Monday morning or every Tuesday morning, and there's all kind of analytics that will tell you what's the best, what's the best time to post. I don't know if there is any best time to post anymore because you get, if you look here, you get one opinion. If you look here, you get another opinion. So I would say post what works for you, but post it consistently. That's the bigger key. If you're just posting here on Tuesday and then you don't think about it for another three or four weeks, then you're not consistent. People don't know what to expect. Yeah. And that's why it's important to have the calendar. So, so just to recap on it, it's like back up a little bit, do a assessment on who your target markets are, the couple target markets that you want to address making sure that you know what their problems are and what your solution is so you prepare yourself to go to the next level. And then what are the solutions that you're going to provide to them in a calendarized manner, right? Mm -hmm. And then also putting on your calendar, right on your calendar to do the posts because if you won't remember, just you have (laughs) to be on your calendar, you have to schedule them to be on your calendar. Yes. Or to take advantage of some of the scheduling tools that are out there that are free that work that are simple for you and different minds think different ways. You know, yep. there are some social media posters that they don't work for my brain, but right. then there are others that are very simple. So you just kind of have to look and see what's, see what's out there for you. That's so, yeah. awesome. Okay. Any last overall uh, one big tip that you want to give to everybody that we haven't discussed today that you think would Ooh. really, really help people? To keep it simple. I would say to step back we talked about stepping back, but step back and take a look. It's a great time to do it. It's the end of the year, end of the decade, heaven forbid, you know, <laughs> just simply plan and evaluate where you've been, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked for you. What can you re- recirculate? Because there's a lot of talk about evergreen. Yes. Evergreen is fine. Go back and look at what you've done and update it and make it, make it more current. That's a simple way to do it and it keeps saves you time because you don't have to go and totally re- revise it. If you had a post three years ago, let's say on your business Facebook page, go back and find that photo, maybe tweak the saying just a little bit to make it current or put 2020 on it and use it again. That's a huge tool to save time. Yeah, I love that. I love that idea. I mean, it's something that I'll be honest, I haven't put in place because I'm not consistent online. Yeah. I'm just not because I'm doing this all day. Right. right. But this is your online. This is your it content. Is. Yeah. It is, but I'm not consistent in going, hey, everybody, I'm at the grocery store. I'm getting donuts. You know, I'm not <laughs> consistent. <laughs> um, I'm just not. I'm not consistent. In it. I wish that I was more, but I think that that's a really important part was making sure. And so I really appreciate that you shared that with everyone, you know, just to, to step back and make the planning happen yeah. because I preach that, but I don't do it. And I'm yeah. that's honest God's truth. It's just not a priority for me because I do it different ways, you know. Totally understand that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've picked my platform, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it is. I mean, I dabble in the other platforms, but my platform is face-to-face relationships and that's the platform I picked. So, And you know um, what? And that's perfectly okay. I would not beat yourself up over the fact that you're not consistent on social media. There's a gentleman whose only platform is YouTube. Yeah. He actually doesn't live too far from here. He's great. He's a men's lifestyle guy. My son, who's 22, loves him and watches him. And I sit there and watch him with him because I think he's cute as a button. And I, I love his, what he does. I just love his, all of his marketing and stuff. And all he does is YouTube. 
Isn't that crazy? That's What's his it. topic? Or is he affiliate? He just sells everybody else's No, book. no, if it's okay. His name is Alpha M, Aaron Marino. He posts five days a week and has for like eight years. Wow. Yes. Every day he does his own editing and he usually, it's gotten to be like a top 10 of men's lifestyle. It can be clothing. It can be, I mean, he talks about everything men related and I mean, everything men related. Yeah. yeah it's great. It's great. That's crazy. Cause I would think, okay, after a while I'd, I'd run out of content, but there you go. That's a perfect example oh, yeah. of the fact that, you know, there's so much content out there. And I think repurposing other people's content is also oh, yeah. good, right? And not Absolutely. To alone. So if you don't have your own, but you see an article that you love or see a post that you love and you just want to share and say, Hey, this really hit home for me or right. hit hard. And I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a change yeah. in my life or whatever. I think that that still gives you the authority because it's a proximity, right? Absolutely. Authority. Absolutely. And how flattering is that for the person who wrote oh, the article or did? Oh, yeah. We're going to send it out to everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. And let me know that that's happened. And yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, ego bites. Yes. It's the ego bite. It's also a really good marketing strategy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Just to compliment other people. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, so my last question to you today is what are you reading right now? And how oh. is it impacting you? I'm actually reading a book called Instagram Underground. I think that's the secrets to Instagram. And it's actually a couple of years old. And I, you know how when you're on Amazon or they'll give you the, the yeah. suggested reading yeah. and I, yeah. I clicked on it and I thought, huh. So I started reading this. As it turns out, the gentleman who wrote it, there's a lot of good hint tips in it, but I kept trying to find him on Instagram and there no, he's no longer around. <laughs> so, but, so, so don't go get the book. Yeah. But <laughs> there's a lot in there. And part of me is the stubbornness to keep finishing it. But yeah. I just finished binge reading Mark Schaefer, who I adore and I love. He's my marketing crush. His newest book is called The Marketing Rebellion. And he has several really good book marketing books out there. And most of them, he probably wouldn't like me to say this, are you can get on Amazon Prime Unlimited, <laughs> Kindle Unlimited. But right. he has a book called No. He has a book called about content. He has one on Twitter. But the Marketing Rebellion was really good in that it just talks about where we are with marketing today. And a lot of the things that we've talked about today, as far as, you know, just how unsettled the marketing world is. Unsettled in that you can, it's not just you go put it by an ad in yellow pages and you wait for the phone to ring. That was pretty right. simple. Or you put an ad on TV, which a lot of, a lot of the business could afford, or you put a magazine or a newspaper. So you had print or media and that's about it. Right. So today it could be anything. So. Yeah, it could be anything at all. Okay. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so You're much for good. joining us today and helping us to make our marketing just a little more simple. There's a little relief in my mind. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Because we've had a lot of people on the podcast that talk about social media and what to do. And, and I think go back and listen to all those podcasts and absorb the things that resonate with you and let the others go. Yes. Let them go. But go back and get ideas because, you know, we've talked a lot about videos. We've talked a lot about interviewing people on videos. You know, you're talking about consistency of posting and, and avatars. So there's a lot of information there. I would go back and listen to some of these podcasts that we have in, in this show. And just choose those that are more resonant, that not resonant, but more that uh, resonate with you and align with your avatar and your style. And then move forward with just one for now and test it for mm -hmm. a while until you Absolutely. get some better results. But make sure you're actually doing it. That's mm -hmm. the key thing. So 
Lori, how do we get a hold of you? What you've said is something that someone says, you know, I really have to talk to Lori. I've got to be in touch with her and get to know her better and maybe she can help you. Yes. My website is ignitingyourbusiness.com. And I have a freebie for everybody, a little gift for everybody. That if they'll go to ignitingyourbusiness.com forward slash success, there's three things that you can do immediately to shift your momentum. I can't say it in your business (laughs) and and your marketing in your business. Maybe I should change the title of something I can say, but, (laughs) and all my social media links are on that page as well. So I won't take the time today with your audience because it's a podcast, but all my links are on that. So if you go to ignitingyourbusiness.com forward slash success, they will find every way they can reach me right there. That's great. And if you're not watching the video and you want to go in and watch a video on her picture or on her screen here where she's talking, we have that same link. So you can click right into that link and and go and find that information. Well, thank you so much for the gift. The three simple shifts to gain momentum in your business. Can't wait to find out what those are all about and appreciate so much you coming on and sharing your wealth with our group. And I hope that someone reaches out to you and makes a change and a shift in their business as well. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. It's been fun. I always enjoy talking marketing and especially with somebody in a little bit different field. Mortgage and and real estate is really cool. So thank you for having me on. I've enjoyed it. Of course, you're welcome. Well, again, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us some of your time today. And I just encourage you to please go rate and review us so that we can continue to grow. And as always, please pay this forward by sharing it with your colleagues so that they can learn how they, in this case, can simplify their marketing efforts. So go out and make it a great day and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Looking to streamline and launch your practice by accessing Jen's tools, courses, classes, presentations, and resources? Visit jenduplessis.com to learn about the features and benefits thousands of other professionals have experienced by enrolling in Jen's lifetime membership program. Isn't it about time you consider a coach to take your business to new heights? Contact Jen to start your application process today. Thanks again, and be sure to tune in next week.